welcome to the When's My Time podcast. I'm Ozzy Air, founder of whensmytime.com, and I am to be your boss's worst nightmare. Well, it is 11th of November 2016, um, Armistice Day, and um, here in my part of the UK, it is another beautiful day. I've just had a look at the weather forecast, though, and... Uh, Tomorrow is Saturday, obviously Saturday the 12th of November, and it looks like it's going to be a pretty wet and rainy day. Uh, but as I always say, you're not listening to this for a weather report, but uh, there we go. It's just a running gag, if you like, on our British obsession with the weather. If you hadn't twigged that already, I'm, I'm just letting the veil drop for a minute. It's just, a, it's just that little running gag that I have. It amuses me, but uh, maybe in a minority of one there. Anyway... I want to talk today about doing the real work uh, in all of this. I mean, clearly what we're talking about is you being able to live your life on purpose, you being able to one day uh, walk into your boss's office and say, you know, this job, it, it, it doesn't suit me. And not only does it not suit me, um, I can't afford to let it get in the way of me doing what I want to do anymore. And um, so, I'm sorry, boss, while it's been lovely knowing you, I'm going to be leaving. Um, now, in order to be able to engineer that position, and I want you to engineer that position, I don't want you to do the thing that I did, which was the ridiculous thing of quitting without having any real clear idea of where I was going, what I wanted to do, any of that. I want you to engineer that position. And in order to do that, there is some, some work that you need to do to get to the point where you know you can do that with confidence. And in this, today, what I'm not going to be talking about is the stuff that you want to do. Does that make sense? I'm going to be talking about the stuff that you need to accomplish in order to help you do the stuff that you want to do. Because that's important, isn't it? So what I want you to do, and I'm recording this on a Friday. You may listen to it on a Friday, in which case that's fantastic because you can set some time aside over the weekend to to do this exercise because I do want you to set some time aside to do this. It is important. Maybe if you're listening to this on, on your way to work on a Tuesday morning or whatever, diarise some time, perhaps at the weekend, to actually sit down and do this and take it seriously. I don't mean you have to be glum about it, but take it seriously. And what I want you to do is a budgeting exercise. And I can hear, I can actually hear shoulders dropping all over the world at the moment at that thought and heads going down thinking oh no oh no but i do i do and this this is critical and the reason i want you to do this budgeting exercise in fact i want you to do two budgeting exercises and the first budget i want you to do is i want you to list down everything you need everything you need to live your life as it currently is. So I want you to write down everything that you need. So that's your bills, what it costs to feed, clothe, house yourself, insure yourself, put fuel in the car, make your car payment. All, all of those things that we try to hide away from, all the nitty gritty stuff that is really such a pain. Such a pain, isn't it? So there's no excitement in there, is there? Well, you'd be wrong. We'll come back to that in a minute. See, I want you to list everything, everything that you need. Now, stress on that, need. Now, that's going to be different for different people. 
some people will see th- things as luxuries in their life and other people see them as being indispensable. Now, if you roll the clock back 20, 25 years, you would see a, a mobile phone, a cell phone as being an almost unobtainable luxury, probably. But now, clearly, for the majority of us, it's indispensable. Internet access. Roll back the clock 15 years, 20 years. A luxury. Now, indispensable. So you'll see that the things that we regard as being necessary, the things that we regard as being needed, do change over time. But that's what I want you to do. I want you to list down all of the things you need and what they're costing you, and whether that's on an annual or a monthly basis or, or whatever it happens to be. Jot them down. Once you've got those down, I want you to list the things that you want. And I, I really want you to think about this. I, I really want you to think about what it is you really want, not what other people might want you to want or might expect you to want. Look, you can really go as crazy as you like on this, but be sure you want it. Now, I, I always think back to... There were, there were quiz shows on the TV in the set back in the 70s. And quite often, quite often, the, the prize would be a speedboat. And you would get people on this quiz show that you knew lived in an inner-city high-rise with no garden, no storage space or whatever. And they'd win a speedboat. And there'd quite often be couples on these shows for some reason. And you could see that they'd look nervously at one another, this couple. And you you knew what was going through their mind. It was, well, what are we going to do with that then? We live miles away from the sea. We've got nowhere to store it. We've now got the problem of selling the damn thing. So be sure that when when you're identifying the things that you want... It's not a speedboat for a high-rise. Does that make sense? So think about the things that you genuinely want. And now these can be luxuries. These can be extravagant. That's, that's fine. But be sure that you want it. So start by identifying, as I say, what you must spend on your bills to, to cover the cost of, of feeding yourself, for clothing yourself, keeping a roof over your head, and all that sort of stuff. All your necessary outgoings. And I want you to do that before you go into all that sort of the stuff that you want. That's important. Now, as I say, you may not think that's exciting, but this is where the real excitement is hiding. Can you guess why? Because once you get a handle on this dull, everyday stuff, the fun can really start. Because once you've identified that, you've identified the freedom point. And what do I mean by that? So, I mean, I've no idea what your, your necessary spending is. Let's just pluck a figure out of the air and say it's $2,000 a month, or if you're in the UK, £2,000 a month. It may be more than that. It may be less than that. It may be 1000 I'm just picking a number, so don't judge me. So let's say that figure is 2000 You know now, armed with that evidence that you've created by going through this exercise and do it properly don't just guess this stuff go and get your bills go and look at your bank statements go and really get proper numbers because you know once you get to that point you know what you need to earn net of all taxes you now know what you need to earn to be in a position to say to the boss i'm not coming here anymore 
it served its purpose, I am quitting. Because you can do that and still be able to feed, clothe, house yourself, run the car, pay the bills, all of that sort of stuff. You've got that covered. Okay, it may not be the fun existence yet of having all the stuff you want. But just think about that for a minute. Just think about that because you're now in a position doing something different from other than your job. You're now getting an income coming in that meets your needs by doing something you want. Now, we're not talking today. This discussion today isn't talking about the the stuff that you want to do to, to earn an income or what you could do to earn an income. This is not that. It's identifying the point at which you know you're safe to go into the boss and say, I'm not coming in here anymore because the sky's not going to fall in. You have got everything covered. You've got your current needs met. Needs, not necessarily wants, but your current needs met. And just just let that sink in for a moment. What that freedom point is going to feel like. What is that going to feel like to know that it's okay? I've got my needs covered. And I'm not doing that job that I don't want to do anymore. Nobody else gets to say what I do with my day. I've got this covered. So then, when you move on from there, you can take time to think about what do you really want? As I say, don't make it the things that you think other people think you should want. If you're not interested in driving a Lamborghini, don't put that on your list. I mean, I look, I drive currently a car that's 13 years old. It's not a, a flash mark or anything of that sort. It was close to the top of the range, the car, when, when I got it. But I like that car. But I'm not, I'm not one who is turned on by cars, genuinely. But I like that car. It's done, I mean, it's a diesel car and it's done about 180,000 miles and I'm frantically touching wood or anything else to, to bring me luck. I'm not really because I'm not superstitious, but I like the car. It does the job. And because nowadays I drive so few miles, getting anything more luxurious or up to date, I mean, it's pretty luxurious, but getting anything, anything more up to date just seems a nonsense at the moment. Who knows? Maybe I'll feel differently in six months. And that's something we'll touch on in a minute. But what I'm trying to get across rather clumsily, is make sure the list of the things you want are the things that you really want right now. Now, it's okay to be extravagant and it's okay to be frugal. This is what you want. Remember, we're not trying to impress anybody with this. We're not trying to do what other people think we should do. So it's okay to be wildly extravagant, provided that's what you really want. Because don't forget, you're going to have to, you're going to, have to earn this. And we'll talk about that in future episodes. But it's also okay to say, well, actually, I don't want that much. Maybe an extra vacation, maybe an extra holiday a year. But um, I'm quite happy with the car I've got, as I am. Quite happy with the house I've got. Maybe, I don't know, redecorate, refurbish, get a new kitchen, that sort of stuff. More than happy with what we've got, and that suits me. Do you see, it doesn't have to be one of these crazy wish list type things. It can be as extravagant or as frugal as you want. Nobody else is going to see it. It's your list. It's not about impressing other people. 
Now, here's a secret. It might be that by the time you get to the point of achieving this stuff that you want, that you get to the point where you can actually afford it, your mind's changed. That's, I don't know, let's go back to the speedboat or Lamborghini or whatever. Those things no longer appeal. They just seem like tawdry baubles now. You see things are far, that are far more important to you. That's okay. That's okay. You've engineered a position now where you could afford a Lamborghini or at least the monthly payments on a Lamborghini or a speedboat or, or whatever the thing happens to be. So you've got this this box with a label on it, haven't you, that's Lamborghini fund or speedboat fund or you can tell I'm not. I, I can't think of an Oh, Ferrari, that would be another one, wouldn't it? I'm, I'm not a car person uh, and I certainly couldn't tell you any marks of, of speedboats. But you've got to the point whereby you know you could afford that. And that was what you wanted in the past. But thinking about it now, now it comes to the point of actually going to the dealers and sorting out uh, you know, the, the extras that you want on it. It's lost its gloss. It no longer attracts you. It's okay. This box that you'd written Lamborghini fund on the label, well, just tear the label off and write another one on. Think about what it is you want now. Because two things have happened. Two things have happened in getting to the point where you can now afford to do that. Now you can afford to get this extravagant thing. You've changed. You've grown. You've changed into the type of person who can afford a Lamborghini or who can afford a speedboat or who can afford a Ferrari or who, who can afford a holiday apartment on, on Mallorca. You've had to change from the person you currently are to the person who can do that. So that's number one. And that's probably the most important thing. But also, you've now given yourself options. So it doesn't have to be a Lamborghini. It doesn't have to be the holiday apartment. It doesn't have to be the speedboat. It doesn't have to be all those trappings of the seemingly glamorous life. It can be anything you want it to be. If it's, I don't know, plant a new woodland. You've decided to buy some land and plant a woodland because now nature conservation is a, a, a thing for you. Then you can do that. You just tear off the Ferrari label and write a new label that says woodland. This is what I want you to do. I just want to get you into the habit of thinking both methodically and somewhat prosaically, I suppose, about how things are right now, what you need to do to meet your current needs. Needs. Meet your current needs. Remember that? Because I, I know that sounds dull, but I find that so exciting that if you can get to the point where your current needs are met and you don't have to go to the job anymore, just think how much taller you're going to stand. You're going to be six inches taller. The relief that is just, I mean, there's just going to well over you. All those worries are going to just drop away. Now, we'll talk in another session about happiness and whether lots of money will bring you happiness. And you probably already guessed my view on that. But we'll talk about that in a future session. But just get a grip on this seemingly mundane, but 
boy, is it exciting world of getting your needs met. And then start thinking about what you really want. What you really want. And as I say, that can be as extravagant or as frugal as you want it to be. Nobody's judging you. It's just you. Just free yourself up. Take some time out to do that exercise. Now, if you want to talk to me about it, you can email me, Aussie at whensmytime.com. That's O-double-Z-Y or O-double-Z-Y at whensmytime.com. Tell me about it. Ask me questions about it if you want. I'll try and help you out. This is your exercise. I don't want to know. You can tell me. I'm quite happy for you to tell me, but I'm not asking you to tell me. Do that exercise. Make some time to do that exercise and note how you feel about doing it. Because just doing that exercise, you may discover some things about yourself that you hadn't known before. Thank you so much indeed for listening. I hope this episode has been useful to you. More particularly, I hope the exercise that you're going to do is going to be hugely useful to you and transformative for you. Look, if it has been helpful to you, what I'd love you to do is head over to iTunes, leave me a review and leave me a bunch of stars. I tell you this quite regularly. The reason I ask you to do that is so that it helps this podcast rise in the rankings and to be found by more people, people just like you. I'd like to add a little bit onto that as well. When you do leave me a review, because iTunes has this funny thing that it will only report the reviews in the country that you're logged in as being in at the time. So I have to to see reviews from other countries. Because I'm in the UK, let, let me wind that back a minute. Because I'm in the UK, I only see the reviews that are in the UK. And the UK, although I'm in the UK and I'm from the UK and all that sort of stuff, the UK makes up such a small percentage of the people who actually listen to this podcast. You're spread all around the world, mainly in the US, but you're spread all around the world. So I have to go into all the countries that I'm in to see the reviews from those countries. Do you see? I have to sort of log out as being in the UK and log back in as being in whatever country I notice the listeners are in. That takes me an awful long time. And you're probably thinking, yeah, 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 first world problem, Aussie. Well, it is. Yeah, I understand. But it would be so much more efficient if I could see them all at the click of a mouse. I can't. So what I'd love you to do is, as well as leaving that review, I'd love you to drop me an email to aussie at whensmytime.com and just tell me, hey, I've left you a review. Cheers. Or you can be as... as um, as loquacious, gosh, there's a word. You can be, <laughs> you can tell me as much as you like, but if you just want to tell me, I've left you a review, tell me you've left me a review, and very importantly, tell me the country you did that in. Yeah. And the reason I'm asking you to do that is because I love to read out your reviews on the podcast itself. So uh, it makes it a lot easier to find and it ensures that your review will be read out at some future date. Thanks again for listening. Uh, I really do appreciate it. And uh, as it's such a beautiful Friday here, I think after lunch I may pop up to the allotment and play around up there. And uh, as I've said, it's going to be wet tomorrow, so maybe catch up on some reading over the weekend. And uh, if it's the weekend where you are, don't forget, do this exercise. And I'll be back here again soon. I've been Ozzy Air, founder of whensmytime.com. And I'm here to tell you, your time is now. Now.